And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Charlie with me, and I also have Sean. Say hello to everybody. Hello. What's up? And tonight, we are actually reviewing 1990s Total Recall, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Charlie, it's not Rambo time. I don't care. It's I don't care. I don't like. I'm only gonna be able to wear this headband. I don't care if it's Arnold or Schwarzenegger. I'm wearing it because Arnold okay. wore. Like, yeah, I don't care. Okay. okay, you were throwing me off. I was like, wait, I thought we were talking about Total Recall. We are. There, <laughs> I took it off. I the only headbands for tomorrow. I just felt like just like, psyching you guys out. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome to the show. Like I said, we're doing Total Recall. This movie had a budget of forty-eight to ninety million dollars. This also opened. Not only that, but this also made two hundred sixty-one point four million dollars at the box office. This is Sean's first experience, experience Total Recall, but just to give a little bit of synopsis of what this movie's about in case you haven't heard about this movie, um, basically, this is this this is what it's about. And to, this is what, um, basically, it's about this guy who ends up going into Total Recall, who wants to actually experience uh, going to Mars. And of course, you know, the best way to travel it in this, in the year, in this year, is to space so therefore he winds up going to total recall to try and do, basically go on vacation so sean what did you think of this movie um i thought it was what i remember i thought it was really good um it holds up for like early 90s like i like for some reason when we we're talking about watching it i thought it came out in the 80s because I don't know. I just with Arnold, I just always assume like late '80s, early '90s stuff. But I thought this was like an earlier one. Um, the The premise still holds up. It's kind of eerie how like for vacations, all they do is just plant memories. You don't actually go there. But then I was kind of thinking, like, is that really that bad? Like, especially like look at now, like COVID times when you have to socially distance. Like, would you want to go on a, a Total Recall to where like they put in a fake vacation that was really fun? I would. I would definitely do that, to be honest with you. I can choose to be a secret agent. I can be anything I want. Heck yeah, sign me up. I'll definitely do it. <laughs> what but, about you, though? Yeah, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. Um, I thought the effects hold up really well. Um, Arnold's acting, I don't know. It was, it was really corny. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I thought everything else held up well. The aliens, and the there are the mutants, I should say, were super creepy, and the prosthetics looked really good. Um, but yeah. But yeah, like I said before, this movie, the year is 2084. Mars is a colonized world under the tyrannical regime of Vilos Cohagen, who controls the mining of valuable turbine ore. On Earth, construction worker Douglas Quaid experiences reoccurring dreams about Mars and a mysterious woman. Intrigued, he visits Recall, a company that implants realistic false memories and chooses one uh, set on Mars with a blue sky where he is a martian secret agent but like i said i like the originality behind it i thought that this was very smart especially in the 1990s and then also too looking back at it now and i think sean can agree with me and i think even charlie can agree with me that this actually has a little bit of a matrix kind of feel to it looking back mm. at it now compared to where i first watched it as a kid because whenever i first watched it as a kid i'm not thinking about that i'm just thinking oh great how look at arnold kicking ass and taking names and everything and now i'm looking at the plot of it it has a lot of matrix vibes to it and everything you have the red uh outline of mars which mm -hmm. also signifies death you also have the red um uh, the red pill that the total recall yeah. uh scientist wants them to take to go back into reality which is also going with the red and blue pill from the Matrix. But what do you guys think? Did you guys get any? I know that you. I know that Charlie told me that you had some uh, Matrix Five, Sean. Yeah, like I think when I was watching, I was texting you guys, and when they I had the, the red the red pill, I was like, "Oh shit! Did Matrix steal this?" I didn't realize not just watching the movie for the first time how much like action pop culture movies like take from this. Like the welcome to the party or whatever. Or, yeah, that was this movie, right? I'll welcome see you at the party, Rick. Yeah, see you at the party. Like <laughs> like shit like that. I was like, damn, I was like, they must have got this from Total Recall. Um, he actually Arnold used that like that party line in a sense in that movie Commando, um, which is a great that was more eighties, and that's where his one liners are. He goes, Come on, Bennett, let's party. Like, 
something like something along those lines. But it's like, I mean, this this it, this if you don't like Arnold, you're not gonna like this movie. It, it's like it's classic one-liners considered yeah. a divorce. <laughs> you think this is Quaid? It is. Like I just love that line. He's <laughs> like when they all show when the when the whole the, the whole technology is the gadgets like that. Watch thing was really cool about like the, when it's for the projectors. But yeah. like when he shows all up, right. he's laughing. Oh shit, it's not him. And then when he shows up, he's oh, you think this is the real Quaid? It is. He's just yeah. <laughs> like I mean, and then like it, there's a lot of criticism of this movie when it came out in the nineties that man, people didn't like it because it was really violent. I'm like Watching it now, compare it like with the this technology that these days and all the violent movies we have, this is tame. And honestly, if we, like, I don't think if, if this movie had not been as violent, I don't think Tarantino would have gotten that whole idea of blood quips, because I think mm. Tarantino kind of like took that idea because Paul Verhoeven, when he was on a stride, he hit like some really good movies. Like he had this one, which was great. He had Starship Troopers, which is later, which is after this one. That's a very entertaining movie as well. Mm-hmm. And then the iconic classic in the 80s, which we'll have to do a review of since Sean told us he's never seen the Robo. Well, we got to do RoboCop. And RoboCop, RoboCop is way more violent than this one. And RoboCop mm-hmm. came out in the 80s, so like 87. So it's like, I mean, but the, 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 the blood clips in this one are just like, damn, like this one guy when he's going, when Arnold's using him as a human, after he gets shot, Arnold's using him as a human shield. He gets shot like 15 times. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see the blood splatter up everywhere. It's like, yep, that, that's Tarantino vibes. But like, I mean, this is classic Arnold. Like, or this is like, and this is one of his best in a sense. A lot of people were said it's best. I mean, it's not, it didn't get a lot great reviews, but it's made a lot of money and it's very, and it's a popular movie. And it's like, and I just watched it in 4k like last night. Cause I got the, the, the anniversary edition Man, the color schemes, they well, like when it's the red sequences, bright red, like it's not yeah. grainy, it's clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, if for a movie in the 90s, watching it in 2022 still holds up. And I think that that's the thing with like with, with practical effects is that yeah. older movies hold up a lot better. Like, like if you take like uh, Gremlins or Critters or Tremors, where they use like actual like prosthetic mm-hmm. stuff. And actually, like animatronics instead of like CGI in it. Like, it, I think that stuff holds up better um, when you go back to watch it now. Definitely. The only thing that I have to say that didn't hold up was the wall when they were trying to get through the wall. It looked a little too styrofoamy right. to me, but still, it has an overall cheesiness of it looking back at it now, especially with that big machine and it's actually cutting Quaid's arm and then you're not then you're expecting them maybe to die and everything if you haven't seen the film. This movie to me is really a really good fun action sci-fi film also too whenever we're introduced to quaid he's having that nightmare and everything of him being on mars and all of a sudden he falls off of mars and he winds up hitting head first onto the rock which is causing um causing him to die and he wakes up and he's with uh his wife and she's like so did you have the dream again yeah (laughs) that's what i don't get if so i'm married if i ever had a dream about another woman i would never tell my significant other that that's just so weird like (laughs) and she was okay with especially imaginary one like not even one that's like real like and then it's like and it's sharon stone of course plays his wife um and if everybody doesn't know there that this other there's the other version of this movie came out in uh, 10 years ago in 2012 and that was the first one sean saw so Comparing the two, nothing holds up to the original, but there's aspects of the the new one I liked that they this one didn't do. Like I loved in the new one that they made Lori the primary baddie, and mm. she's not so much of a baddie in this one. She's just there. She just shows up periodically, but Lori is a primary. And then and then they had Kate Beckinsale play the ba- play Lori in the Colin Farrell version. She was the highlight of that movie. She was an absolute badass. Mm-hmm. And she was the primary villain. Like, she's taking control. Like, there's a lot of differences between 2A, of course, PG-13 rating, because that seems to be that seems to be the trend. Oh, yeah, and I, a classic Paul Verhoeven movie that came out in the 80s and 90s. Okay, yeah, we're going to reboot it, but we got to make it PG-13. But because, really, I wonder yeah. if the only reason it was R was because of language. Because they they like say fuck a lot, which is like like nowadays that's that's nothing. Like I feel like yeah. it's just it's commonplace. But like back then, I just feel like it, 
it's different. And maybe that's why I got the R. Yes, it was bloody. And I think you did mention that that's what people didn't like about it. But they said it was violent. And I think the violence and the language probably had something to do with it. Um, probably for this one, like this, the R rating. And maybe the, the idea of the heads, the heads exploding and stuff. Because that, that, that could scare people, too. Because that can actually literally happen in real life. Somebody did a test on it. Um, I think so. And then, like, and then, um, because in the PG 13 room, he had the three boob lady. She showed up in that one as well, but it was brief. Yeah. This one, dude, they played that so much. Yeah. It's like, hey, you want to feel my tits? And then five minutes later, hey, you want to feel my tits? And the one guy's like, <laughs> well, man, I really want to feel her tits. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Well, get this, though. The actress that played that character told the woman who was playing that character and everything if you're going to play her, do not, if they're going to, go into that narrative of do you want to see my tits let it just be a one-time thing or not even do it at all show some respect to the women and everything in today's time versus whenever i was in it in the 90s so that was something that i really appreciated from the actress um the 90s giving the advice to someone that's in a 2011 or 2012 world that we lived in at one at that time i do want to know though like whoever wrote that scene like when they did it were they like, man, this is this is it. This is hot. This is woman with three boobs. Like, this is great. Like, I don't know. To me, it's just like, wow, that's weird. And then that's it. Like, there was nothing ever. Yeah, I don't know. No other sexualness came in this no. head. This weird head about oh. it. I was just like, that's that's interesting. Uh, Dion says the video call to Mars shown in the movie should have had a delay of at least twelve minutes <laughs> because of because of uh, the times that we live Signal. in. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh but I, again i think and that and i think like again i enjoyed the remake what they did with colin farrell i thought they did some nice things with it is it better than this one absolutely not but i appreciate what they did they tried to do with it they created some either i made it a little bit different and i liked colin farrell and, and i loved kate beckinson because she was like i mean that fight scene with her and melina was kind of a little bit better in that one because they had the cool fight scene in the elevator um and then i think this one was okay um but i think i think they they, they're trying to like not i make it or not straight by straight remake um i mean i appreciate that um however compared to the other reboot they tried to do for robocop in 2014 that was that was a piece of crap epic piece of crap compared to the after watching that movie i was so pissed off I gotta. I had to find the original and watch it right away because it, I need to get that. That because they they definitely they they did it and it wasn't cool. It really wasn't cool at all compared to like so. I mean, it it, it varies, but I think for this one, like nothing beats the original. But there's aspects of the remake that I liked. I mean, if you're interested, if you've seen this one, you haven't seen the Colin Farrell one, you can try like try to find it. It's decent. It's got some really good set, cool action set pieces in it, and it's entertaining. But nothing beats the like to quote Sydney from uh, Scream Four: "Don't fuck with the originals." <laughs> <laughs> you see, for me, I haven't seen. Uh, well, I tried watching the remake w- once, and I couldn't picture anybody else but Arnold because that's what I grew up yeah. on. To the point where it's like I, I pretty much checked out of it after twenty minutes of watching. Because I watched of the it in fact. theaters. Um, like again, it. I mean, I watched it because I was like, I was intrigued, and I was like, yeah, I want to check this out. Let's to see. I mean, the action though. I mean, the visuals it looks really good. It was really cool visuals, and they're they're not doing a shot by shot remake of this mm-hmm. one. There's, they're not in Mars. They're in like I forgot where they're at, and I think it's, it's more of a serious tone. It is. It's did. a little bit of a serious tone, and there's it feels more really like a Blade into, Runner. Yeah, movie. it's got that Blade Runner feel to like, it, like neo noir. Yeah. I mean, if you definitely try to watch it. I mean, there's aspects that I liked out of it. Again, I like the Lori's the primary villain in that one because I think they could have done so much better with Lori in this one instead of just being the uh, the blonde wife that tried to like, hey, you want you want to have sex? Well, like like while I distract you, when the guards show up, <laughs> and he goes, "Clever girl," <laughs> which came from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, but. Another thing I want to mention, though, too, is like after that, after the introduction of his wife and then he goes to work, then after that, he tells his uh, partner and everything. Hey, look, I want to go on ahead and go to Total Recall. Oh, no. Last time I went to Total Recall and everything, uh, someone um, something bad actually happened. So, yeah, I got lobotomized. Yeah, lobotomized. Yeah. And so 
you know, Quaid goes on ahead, checks out Total Recall. He winds up signing up for the special Asian package to go to Mars. He goes, why do you want to go ahead and just go to Mars as yourself when you can go to go to Mars as a secret agent? So that's when everyone's trying to get him to go to Saturn too. Like you should right, try which Saturn. is like a lamest planet. I wouldn't want to go to Saturn to be <laughs> honest with you. I like to be honest with you. This is actually the movie that got me into Mars. To be honest oh, with really? you, yeah, this is what made me uh, do some research on Mars. This is actually a mo- the movie that made Mars my favorite planet as a kid, and do some astronomy and stuff. <laughs> but you know, this movie to me still holds up. I also like I've mentioned before. He winds up going into recall, and he, then they wind up sitting him down on the chair. Next thing you know it, they're having complications with Quaid. Quaid winds up ripping um, the handle off and everything and basically freeing himself, and then he winds up escaping. That's later it, on, I believe. Well, it, still, he, well, he still escaped once in this movie, uh, twice in this movie, basically. But he flips, Yeah, he flips out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he flips, flips out. out. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he breaks the handle yet because they didn't right. inject him. Um, he doesn't break the handle till like this second time, I believe. That's right, because they actually have to go on ahead and give him the shot to calm him down. And after that, he's yeah. That's right. I'm jumping a little bit. My bad. But no, you're good. That's a good scene, no, though. It's yeah. not Paul. It's not a classic Paul Verhoeven move. Somebody needs to get stabbed in the neck by like something <laughs> sharp, like and then and, and then take it out, and you see the blood pop out, like. That again, that happens in RoboCop as well. Again, there's a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of fit, pa- classic Paul Verhoeven moments in this one that I remember. Being like, yep, yeah, I remember this from RoboCop. <laughs> oh, Crichton uh, said it. Re- it really is a good marriage of taking a classic movie to a reboot movie that really holds up to all fans from all decades. Yeah. Yep, I definitely agree, Crichton. So, so um, since you brought up remake, like remaking, like remakes. Um, so, like Total Recall, for instance, like you were saying, Charlie, that the the remake of it is not shot from shot. It's kind of it's a, almost like mm-hmm. a different tone to it. Yeah. So when other movies that you like or stuff that hasn't been been remade yet that you would like to be remade, um, would you prefer them to stay super close to the source material and do that shot for shot thing, or maybe hit like a few key moments but kind of have its own story? Depends on the movie. Like, I mean, like, not everything has to be remade. Like, like, there's ones I definitely don't want them touching. Like, don't touch Face Off, which I was happy when the director of Con- Godzilla vs. Khan came out and he said he's making a truce as a sequel to Face Off because Face Off does not need to be rebooted or remade. That's fine the way it is. Like, I mean, it's like it, it, it depends on the movie. Like, like something like like the stuff that came out. Like, d- definitely don't touch any of the. John Woo hard, uh, international action movies like Hard Boiled. Do not touch that. That movie is. Well, let's say they were going to. Like, what would you want them to try to keep it as close to the source material as possible, or would you mind as long as they hit like kind of the the key moments mm-hmm. in the movie? They hit those scenes dead on, but then kind of have like a different story. I don't want the. Like, I definitely don't want a shot by shot remake. No, because I, I definitely want that. It, it really has to depend on the movie and how iconic it is. Again, for me, it's like I can't think of it. I know, like they've been trying to do the crow for years, and I think you just need to let Brandon Lee just 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 leave him alone. Like that movie's been in like developmental hell for like centuries at this point. New direct director comes in, the director falls, actor comes in, and especially now, it's it's all been Brian hype that with the whole. Uh, shooting on the set of that movie rust like so that like so that's like that like so it's like that 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 i don't know that movie's just got so much history with it you just need to leave the crow alone i i don't know i mean it really depends on the movie and how much i really care for like if they did a reboot of the matrix no no not no no like no like it, it again it really has to depend on the movie um, how, about, how about you john for me it has to hit the same beats but make it your own Mm. It's like having a cover song, for example. You want you can have the same melody as long as you make the melody your own. Or if you can't do the melody, just don't do the melody. For example, Disturbed did a good job with Sound of Silence, mm-hmm. which is doing yeah. the way they did it. And so I think that you can actually make it your own movie like Rob Zombie did. 
and not do a beat for beat. Allow it to be your own. Let it marinate to make it your own film, and let it as long as it hits that beats, and as long as it hits those plot points that that needs to be hit, I'm fine with it. But if they go off the reels and not, they call it like Total Recall, and then they wind up doing something opposite of what Total Recall actually is. If they don't incorporate at least the machine or at least some way of them doing something this is not total recall it's just a new movie with the title mm-hmm. total recall attached to it mm-hmm. that's what i have a problem with remakes sometimes they I mean, wind up just they yeah, just yeah, try sorry, to do yeah. it no 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 it's just yeah. you know it's just a tension grabber sometimes yeah. and it's actually not what it is it's a mis uh identification of what the movie is and that's definitely not what that that did not happen with the, the total right. recall uh the one that came out in 2012 right i was just, just still there movie. there's a lot of it's still there. I think in a recent movie, which I don't know what the hell they decided to do, classic movie, Sun Death. Jean-Claude Van Damme, ice ho- hockey hockey rink. They play like 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 guys like a uh, Powers Booth takes over the entire vice president's booth area. They have like they have like every quarter he he kills a hostage and Jean-Claude Van Damme has to save him. So that movie is great. Great Jean-Claude. Then they made a sequel called Welcome to Sudden Death with Michael J. White. Guess what game this one is? It's a basketball game. Doesn't make sense. There's no sudden death in the basketball game. There's no, no, no they called this the sequel, yet there's no icon, no, no mention of the other characters, nothing. They just called it Welcome to Sudden Death, which it says is a sequel, but you can't play, there's no sudden death in basketball. Like, <laughs> And it's like it was like what the hell did I just watch? Because I know like I just watched like uh, on Christmas Eve I watched Sun Death because it was like it was on like the tu- uh, the the Tubi app which is like, fr- like free movies you just got to watch ads with it. But I mean it's just it's so good. I mean it's just it's a classic and it actually had real NHL players, real teams, real logos, real everything. And and that one that one's classic. It was good. It's a good Jean Claude Van Damme movie. It's entertaining. It's intense. And Powers Booth is as well. Powers Booth. I mean, he, he plays good villains, and he's just he's just got that voice. Like you don't think he's a villain, but kind of he doesn't he doesn't sound like one, but he is. And then you do Welcome to Sun Death, and it has nothing to do with the original. And they're playing basketball. There's no Sun <laughs> Death in basketball. What 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 made you come up with that? If there's no sun, like it's like they should just call it call it overtime. Yeah, overtime. <laughs> Sudden death too. Overtime. Welcome, welcome overtime. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, that's a that's a like that's a good case of them completely airballing the movie. Literally airballing. But I think I don't know. It, I mean, that's a good question. It just depends on the movie. Like, I mean, if it's like such an iconic, have some sequences in it, but don't remake the heck out of it. Like they tried doing that Robocop and that one just fall literally. It fell. It fell down the stairs like the uh, the giant, the, like the giant tauntaun with guns. <laughs> it fell down down there. And it's just it's kicking and squirming, literally. <laughs> but this movie works though in a lot of ways though too. It makes you think because usually in nineties, in the nineties movies and stuff like that, you don't have a lot of movies that make you come out of theater and makes you think about things. This one does. This one makes you think on a sci-fi aspect to it. If you get rid of the one-liner puns that uh, Arnold does, if you get rid of some of the other cheesiness and the bloodiness of the film, underneath the surface of it, if you scratch long enough, you wind up finding stuff that you can question. Like, is, did he dream? Is this an, is this, did he actually go to Mars? Or was he still stuck in that chair? It makes you question about a lot of things. And also too, you know, whenever the doctor comes in, the only way that he was actually knowing if, for example, that if he was there or not, was because the doctor was sweating and he was just BSing. And then, of course, that's when Quaid goes on in and shoots him because of the fact that he, because the doctor was uh, sweating. What If he wasn't sweating, I think he would have actually lived. Or Quaid would have actually had the red pill and swallowed it. But then here comes uh, Sharon Stone after he winds up tell- shooting the doctor. Now you just ruined everything, like you always do. Next thing you know, you see the bad guys crashing through the walls. You see... <laughs> total uh, chaos and total recall whenever you when you see that scene I, mean, I guess another lesson is don't be named i don't have a don't have a don't be a side character named harry because it seems like in the 90s if you're a side character named harry you're gonna die and that's what it <laughs> seems like i mean with this one uh keanu Reeves' partner or uh, um, harry and speed 
You know what time Harry lives is when Arnold plays him in, total, in True Lies. When his, 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 his real name is Harry Tasker. Harry, so I, I was, I was, unless you're a main character and your name is Harry in the 90s, you're just going to die. That's pretty much it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, I mean, this, like, I mean, I just loved, um, yeah, the original, the original uh, death of the movie is awesome. The, oh, wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Peter, uh, yeah, Peter Himes. Yeah. Um, the director. All right then, uh, but yeah, I mean the, the original Sun Death is 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 just great. It was, came out in the nineteen ninety six. But don't watch the sequel. I don't even know what the no. hell to call it. I call well, it an abomination. I'll just do that. Well, we can call it manscaping. That's what we can call it. <laughs> because you know why? Cheers to two thousand twenty two and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls, like uh, like Quay uh, like did in Total Recall. Make the ball drop into the 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code MOVIELOVESUNITE for 20% off plus free shipping. Also, too, with 2022, movie lovers unite. Movie lovers unite. Trust me, Sean, your balls will be thanking you, and so will your wife, because your balls will be shiny. You don't have to worry about going to sudden death, because there is no sudden right. death, and you won't have to worry about going into overtime either. So, therefore, you know what you do is? You go on ahead, you go over to, speaking of doing new routines, you know, I like to go on ahead and trim with the lawnmower 4.0. You'll find the signature lawnmower 4.0, the electric trimmer, is designed to trim hair on loose skin that are just perfect for Mars because you don't want your balls to be stuck to you while you're in space. No, sir, you don't want that. The Event Skin Safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your de delicate nuts. It is also a <laughs> delicate uh, <con> <laughs> It also comes equipped with 4,000 LED spotlight that will shine a light to the promised land, like, oh, inland 2022 looks to be. A grooming routine is incomplete without applying crop preserver and crop reviver. Before showing off your 2022 self, this unique uh, formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. You see, I do a lot for this channel. I like to actually help people preserve their balls and make them smell so good and clean that your wife will say thank you. So to complete the set, Manscaped threw in their shed travel bag, an anti-chafing boxer briefs as a free gift to keep all the all your goodies stored comfortably, and the new product that needs no introduction, the Ultra Premium Body Wash from Manscaped, solves all three of the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine but in the shower. I shower every day and hope you do too. The body wash smells great too. It's cologne infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean and nice and moisturized. Kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb because guess what? This year, you use the best tools for the job, whether your resolution is to work out more or travel to new places. Be sure to travel to manscaped.com for your exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Movie Loves Unite and cheers to new balls in 2022. Nice. And that is how you use Manscaped 4.0. Anyways, let's get back into the. Uh, let's Did go you get ahead. some Manscaped? They send it to you to try? Yeah. Hold on. Well, I have my bag somewhere. <laughs> I think this is so, no, so is it? Is it? So it's you can use it for your face and your balls. I wouldn't use it for my face after going. I wouldn't use uh, it. I was gonna say like it would just be the same. Like if it's in the shower, right? So technically it yeah. should be clean down there. I'm not saying like I'm gonna go work out and then I'm gonna shave my my, my crotch and then I'm gonna shave my face. <laughs> right. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> no, that's only that's on like you're on the wrong channel. That's OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, that's show it's OnlyFans. I wonder if but, a lot of people from OnlyFans are sponsored by. You know Manscaped. what? Let me go on ahead. I'm gonna help you out real quick, Shirley. Um, you know what? Shall I keep on talking about your grooming tips for a minute and everything, and I'll be right back with the uh, 4.0 to show you. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Do you have grooming tips, Charlie? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I just let it grow out because I want to look older. That's look, why. Make you look older, <laughs> so I don't look like a 12 year old boy. I was literally called that. Like literally, oh, really? like I was like, I was, 
No, not recently. It was uh, a couple of years ago. It was with my dad and my brother. We just came back from a Nats game, and we we got a he was he had a parking lot area that we were able to park as a for for his from his like because he was a government employee, so he was able to mm-hmm. that. And then so we came out, and when the the attendees there was asking for ID, so I was pulling out my ID, and she 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 looks at it, he's like she laughed at me. He's like, "Oh my god, I thought you were 14. And that oh, was really? that, yeah. Well, that was years ago, but that's why I start growing the beard. So, you know, that'd be cool. You got to use that to your advantage to get like discounts on stuff. You start wearing like the really tight white shirt and like the hat with the little spinny on it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Carry a balloon. Oh, yeah, no way. <laughs> what I, I, when he said white shirt, I thought it was like the Dom Tourette, like the like the classic <laughs> mafia wife beater shirt. Or you could if you want. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Be like, yes, my son is his loves Vin Diesel. <laughs> his idol yeah no but no i mean i don't agree with that i just let it grow out until like yeah what about <laughs> down there then <laughs> i used um i guess i need to try manscape because i just used like the thing i use well obviously i, don't, I haven't shaved in a while but i use what i use in my face for down there as well and whew, it's like fucking danger zone you never know what you're gonna snip or cut and it's just Sorry, we're leaving back to our Total Recall review shortly. Wait, what? It's the live, live infomercial about Manscaped. <laughs> and why I need it. Not <laughs> good. Um, but anyway. <laughs> you know what would be funny? So it comes back and John's standing up like, let me show you how it works. And it's like, oh God, like big blur just like comes up on the screen. <laughs> Enter the dangers. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Happy 700 subscribers, everybody! This is what you're. This is a, this is our new and approved movie lovers. <laughs> well, maybe maybe um, Arnold like one of his recalls will be to go get some manscape. That's that's like that could be like commercials for the future. As yeah, they after, after, after he's like after he's done hooking up Molina after he's telling her, oh yeah, I just feed it blondes. Well, no, like no, like so, like you go in, All right. and let's say like Manscape spots sponsors like Recall, Total Recall. So like, okay, we'll give you like a free trip to Disney, but in order to do this, almost like a timeshare type thing, you can have a one day recall at Disney World, but you have to have a ten minute recall of using Manscape, and then you're gonna see like how much you love Manscape, so it's gonna implant it in your brain, and then you're gonna go out and buy it. Exactly, and I only shave, but the best. There you this go. This is the 4.0. This has a little light. It has a crop preserver. Crop preserver? What does that do? And also, too, it has an electric charger, of course. I also have, and then after that, we have ball toner. Was it like tighten them up? It's uh, basically like aftershave for your balls. I've seen Home Alone. I don't know if I want to try that. <laughs> but anyways, that's everything you need to know about manscaping. Sorry about that, guys. So let's go on ahead and get on with the review here. <laughs> so like I said before, uh, this to me is one of my favorite Arnold movies. I think this is one of those films that is smart. It knows what it is. It knows the identity of the film stuff like that too i think that this is hands down one of my favorite arnold movies i know i, I know sean like 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 you were like when you're drunk life uh messaging us when you're watching this movie about a some of your reaction you had like the Quato character i just want to hear your reaction who? to Quato. <laughs> who was that that was the that was the creepy alien kid they person oh yeah dude out. that freaks me out like and you're have, drunk you ever, too. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie ghoulies no, like it's like a horror movie. I think like it's either late eighties or early nineties. Like the the famous cover, I think is a, I it's think like it's the a first one. It's like coming out, out of the toilet. toilet. Yeah. So like that's what it reminded me of, and it was like flipping me out. Because not that 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 those movies are scary. They're like those horror comedy type things. But like, but yeah, like just the the look of the thing just like coming out of its stomach and talking and moving. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And yeah, he said, pretty... "You've never been more happy to see kick it yeah. shot." <laughs> yeah. Then once that little little alien stomach baby died, Wait, I was like, "Start the reactor." <laughs> like, I mean, that I mean, this, the, the, just the, the, the some of the one liners in this were just hysterical. Like, what have you been feeding this thing, blondes? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then that one, or when, when he's like, when he's got the drill and he's taking out Benny, like, "Hey Benny, 
screw you like he's, he's like and he's screwing him with the drill like it's just like oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's just a doubt of what i did i think that the my, the, the, fa- my, the favorite line for me of arnold is like i'll see you at the party richter like i just love that line it's just, and he's, he's got the hands like it's completely yeah. Like, yeah i mean again this movie is violent like there's a lot of like a lot of blood quips like this one guy gets shot like 15 times because he's being used as a human shield is this an innocent civilian you got you can any of that I mean, the, 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 this has got a lot of great action sequences in it, and it's just like I mean, and this the whole sequence at the end when he's taking out the entire army, but when he's with the watch, because the watch thing is so cool, oh, yeah. and then like the, the clones is like, ah, you think this is the real Quaid? It is. And he's just plowing through the guys like it's this this scene of like the scene that smirk with his when he's just pl- like shoot like uh, mowing down enemies with the gun like it's just like. That or the and the or the iconic sequence of like the classic Paul Verhoeven. Oh, if you get you, you throat stab, like if you get stabbed in the neck, like and it's something sharp, like the one guy, uh, the one, um, the one, like the one doctor. Once, once you like when he manhandles the uh, thing with the sharp edge on it, like they, like they, he just stabs the, in the guy's neck, plops out, and <laughs> and and it's it's more brutal in RoboCop, but. He does this like Robocop does the same thing in it in that one too. Yeah. And like again, it's just a lot of Paul Rehoven like hints. And then it's it's funny because there's a lot of people that are in this movie that's been in other Paul Verhoeven movies. Like the um Cohagen himself, Ronnie uh, the, the Ronnie Cox, he was um he played Dick Jones in Robocop. And you have Sharon Stone is in this. She was also in his other movie when he right when around the time he's gone crazy in basic instinct. And then Michael Ironside, he played uh who played uh Richter. He's in uh he played the like he played the teacher slash uh, instructor in uh to- in Starship Troopers. So there's a lot of guys that like at the time that worked with Paul Verhoeven, then he worked with him again. So it's just kind of kind of cool. He's just that type of a director that was before he went crazy and, and he did Showgirls. Yeah, this is a great movie. It's just a great Arnold movie. It's got like the like, classic one-liners and all that good stuff. I mean, and and, and it's it's thought-provoking. It's like watching the end of this and about is it a dream? Is it a reality? It's very fitting because it, this reminds me of Inception, of the ending of Inception, because it's right. talked about and there's yeah. iconic to this day. They're still talking about this. Is it a dream? Is it a reality? Same like what they did in Inception. And then, so there's a lot of elements in this movie that other directors have used. I mean, this movie essentially is the Matrix before the Matrix even existed. And it was nine years later they did the Matrix. And the Matrix is like the idea of going on a trip but instead of like like your mind there, you're actually getting physically like plugged in to the computer in a sense. So there's a lot of elements from this movie that they used in the Matrix. So if essentially we didn't have Total Recall, we wouldn't begin in the Matrix and we sure as hell wouldn't begin Inception. No, so that's definitely not. I appreciate this movie a lot more and it and it definitely holds up it definitely does and i want to mention this though too my other favorites as far as favorite scenes go i like the part where arnold is disguised as himself as a woman to sneak in through <laughs> uh security and he's on she has a like like a mom function with it because two weeks two weeks that was so whack <laughs> and yeah. then all of a sudden the the mannequin head pops open and then there's Arnold re- being revealed and then he winds up here yeah, catch and they wind up catching uh catching the head and it explodes speaking of heads exploding but you know that part right there re- had a little bit of Jason Bourne a little bit uh, and a little bit of a spy thriller kind of feel to it and everything mixed with some sci-fi maybe a little bit of minority report mixed in which but I, I liked it to go on that point there was supposed to be a sequel to this and there was supposed to be a sequel. So the, I think there's a lot of like the sequel to this and then they tried doing it and they decided not to, like they couldn't really come up with a sequel. That's what, so the, this movie set the sequel to this was supposed to be minority report, but hmm. stuff changed in hmm. that. But I remember reading that there was supposed to be a sequel to this. And then, and then they, I think, and then like, and then cause like, cause this is based off a book by Philip K. Dick, uh, Philip K. Dick or Philip P. Dick. I forgot who, but he did. A, he's he's done. He's he's written books that movies have been doing the inspiration for. For Minority Report was one of them. Is a book is that do androids dream of robotic sheep or something like that? Yeah, I, I can look it up. But, but yeah, it's Phil K. Dick, Electric Dreams was one of them. Electric sheep. 
Do androids dream of electric sheep? Yeah. Which is also probably where they got the idea for Westworld at, in a sense. As well. Yeah, um, yeah that was Blade Runner. Do <clears throat> androids dream of electric sheep? Mm-hmm. That was Blade Runner. Total Recall is We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Um, then he did a, scre- a movie, Screamers, which was based on the s- short story Second Variety. A Minority Report was based on the short story Minority Report. This movie, Imposter, um, based on Imposter, I've seen the Gary Sinise movie, it wasn't great. Um, Paycheck, the John Wu Paycheck with Ben Affleck, that hmm. this was based on the same same idea from uh, by Philip K. Dick. Uh, Scanner Darkly was another one. Oh yeah, that was good. Um, next, which was loosely based on the short story The Golden Man with Nicolas Cage, horrible movie. I watched that; that was pretty bad. Um, the Adjustment Bureau. Um, loosely based on the short story, the the a- adjustment team, the 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 second adaptation was the Total Recall movie, which was we can remember free wholesale. So yeah, there's been a lot of iconic movies that were based off Philip K. Dick's ideas. So I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, he's created some really interesting stories, and they've kept they provided some really good movies. But yeah, but yeah, as a as a whole and everything, this movie is really good. The action yeah. sequences was really good. That still, and also too, even whenever they're holding on, whenever they they break the glass with the whole entire dome and everything too, and the air is being brought out, brought out and everything too, you have a frightening experience of they're gonna if these aliens uh, are gonna actually survive or not. Too. So you don't know the outcome of the aliens, the slash mutants. You don't know what to expect with this movie, which is something I liked. And also, too, whenever we're introduced to Arnold Schwarzenegger's love interest that was in the dream, I thought that was actually pretty neat that, you know, he designed an avatar that was actually for him. And mm-hmm. she's actually there in this world that he that he wants to be in. And I have to say, I prefer her over his uh, his wife. To be honest, blonde, yeah, Lori. she's a bitch, or as as like she said, and then the iconic art I consider like, but honey, consider the divorce, consider, <laughs> yeah, something. consider it divorce. What a bitch, or this whatever, that. and then the uh, there's so many of this other funny. Like I got five kids, man, and and he ends up, yeah, and then Benny, and then but the the funniest part is when he tells the uh, the taxi, the robotic taxi driver, like. Uh. like Screw, like, <laughs> like piss like screw you or whatever like or like or eat shit or whatever that is and then, and, then gets, <laughs> and then he gets then, then he then he turns into like a murderous machine he tried to run over arnold and he just blows up <laughs> it was like okay. that was my favorite part though like, that was hysterical <laughs> shit shit sorry i did not understand what you're trying to say <laughs> shit shit I don't so, think that's a location. Right. And then the, the other two, the, the idea, like the other symbolism for the Matrix is the that tracker, the tracker that he has up his nose that he has to extract uh, out. Like that one is the nose, but it's the same type of idea. It's like it's holding, like it's it's like a, a giant ball or something, and that's something similar to what uh, Neo did, and like I had, I got sucked into him in the Matrix. But it's like it's a, it was a more like enhanced, like a more like creepy version of it. But same idea about a tractor in your body. I mean, so I think so. There's a lot of, again, there's a lot of symbolism with the Matrix in this one. Um, so it's like, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's because of this movie we, we got the Matrix, which I thought, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, it's definitely like this movie impacted the future of like sci-fi action movies. Yeah. So. And it was also ahead of its its time though too with the mm-hmm. technology as well. Because I remember doing a review on technology and the way that sci-fi action movies or sci-fi movies changed the world. You had GPS. You had um, you had an X amount of different things in Total Recall itself that it really go- coincides with our technology that we have today. Like, for instance, we have webcams. We have ways of calling people on the internet and stuff like that. FaceTiming. GPS, it's all that. All that is there in total in total recall, which is way ahead of its time during that during that time. And it's supposed to be twenty thirty eight, and here we are in two thousand and twenty two, and we have that technology, which I find really fascinating. Recalls right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're already talking about beaming people up into other rooms and everything too. 
where you don't even have to leave. Scotty! <laughs> <laughs> but in what year was Total Recall set? That was to, uh, that was actually 2038, Tamika, um, that Total Recall was set in. So just think of a couple of years from now, we might actually get to go on a virtual trip and become a spy and be, you know, don't know if we're dreaming or not, but, you know, we could actually, it's like one of those things is it could happen, but the technology is not there yet. Yeah, I mean, you're getting there. I mean, you have all the VR stuff and... uh, Oculus and all that. Yeah, and there's games for it that, you know, are kind of like choose your own adventure, so... True. I mean, VR is really cool. I mean, it's a technology that's like that, like, like I mean, I mean, for the for the like, but the problem is, yeah, I think they got to create so like you can put it on for a while, but because I think I can only play it like thirty or forty five minutes, and I have to take it off because you you can't play that for like you can't like fast track that one or like speed run that game. Those games, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. Why can't you? Is it like what what makes you tired? I don't know. It's just like it's like it's when you have the the when you have the like the the, the goggles on, and you're and you're like you're staring at like a tiny screen, but it looks like it's a big screen. I think it's like it's eye strain. And it's also too like there's a lot of cables with the PSVR, like the first one. There's mm-hmm. a lot of cables to set up, so it's like you can't really go that far. So I think I think once technology goes on, maybe. But I think it's just like I think it's a lot of like like. Like I think that's that's even the recommendation in the in the instruction manual. Like, uh, play like like don't like stri- like don't like play this for longer than an hour. Right. Same thing with Oculus. But although yeah. Oculus has more uh, room to actually walk and everything too, I don't think you're hooked up to a lot of wires or anything with Oculus. From what yeah. I heard, I think Oculus is better than yeah. the PS5 uh, VR and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. They have, like the PS5 VR is coming out in a couple. I think. Because they just announced PSVR two, and it's only mm-hmm. one cable that's like mm-hmm. one one plug in. So I mean, and I think the thing it just needs games because there's a game that's like you're a spy in a sense. So, but but yeah, the technology is getting there. Like again, I mean, I mean, James Cameron's creating tech like glasses where you don't need like 3D movies where you don't need glasses. And there's a man that I think he's working with like I think Caltech or something like some one of those like really like smart schools. Mm-hmm. Or like where that where everybody's like like really really smart with tech and stuff, um that they're working on maybe we can watch 3D without the glasses, which like I mean there's a man that can do it. <laughs> I'm not down. I always felt like 3D was overrated, but if there's a way to do 3D and not have glasses, because I never understood putting glasses over glasses to see yeah. to see a movie. Av- or... Avatar, James right. Cameron's Avatar. I watched that in 3D. Changed the game for me because there's moments where I took the glasses off and I felt mm-hmm. like I wasn't missing anything. It blend he Same. blended it into the screen because it was like my dad and I saw it and like because I, I was like I was really fascinated with the whole idea. Um, uh, like the, the, the movie just I mean like because I'm a huge James Cameron fan. Like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> my supervisor said her husband punched the TV wearing his Oculus headset. <laughs> I feel like that's what I, I would do. Well, um, they have this remember, exercise program too, where there's where the exercise instructor is like, "You're doing awesome. You're a, you're a great guy. You're awesome. You can do it." And I'm like, and you can actually just picture yourself. Wait, how do you know I'm awesome? I could yeah. be an asshole, yeah. but you're calling me I'm an awesome guy. You're so, actually just sitting there, just watching them work out. <laughs> you're not doing anything. I've done that with the insanity workouts before, because I was um, I. I did the insanity workout so hard that I was actually about to puke and I'm just sitting there, I'm drinking my water and the guy goes, come on, you can do it. Yep. Sure can. <laughs> drinking. He goes, you almost got it. Yep. It's almost empty. And he goes, okay, we're done. Yep. Sure. Are. And so am I. So I shut the- <laughs> I mean, it was, I've seen it avatar in 3d. That was not my intentions. I, my dad and I just did it because it was spur of the moment. Like mm-hmm. we just like figured something because it was a long movie went like a short time. One of the, and then, and then him and I were like, we were like, the, um, we were going to like try to make our first 3D IMAX movie. It was going to be Avatar 2, but fortunately, Avatar 2 is not out. And he fortunately passed, but that was, that was the thing to go see that. And I mean, I'm still to this day, I'm still one of the few people that's really excited for the new Avatar movie, especially with the Oceans of Pandora, because you may hate the guy. 
but you cannot hate the fact that he creates some visually stunning movies. It's visually stunning. I mean, I have the regular DVD, the extended cut on DVD. I mean, yeah, I mean, I saw it twice in theaters. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited for Avatar 2. Like, honestly, like, I love the first one. I was blown away by the visuals. Like, I I can't wait to see, because I'm, like, I'll be hopefully going to Florida in May. And we're going to, I haven't been to Animal Kingdom since, like, long time this is way before avatar came out so i have not experienced pandora at animal kingdom and i'm and it's like coming out this, and the movie should hopefully be out this december this december hopefully should be out i'm pumped because i think if, if it's anything like the because he, he had to film it get create another camera just to film the oceans of pandora and i think i know kate winslet's in this um if you have a love interest you know Move your fat ass and give some space because, <laughs> like, I mean, right. you could have Leo could have survived. Leo could have survived, but that's a different movie. But right. she's supposed to be in, and I think Vin Diesel is supposed to be in at some capacity. Again, I don't know. I don't know what to expect with this, and I don't know what to expect with the other three or four movies that are coming out. But I'm really excited. I mean, I was gonna, I'm definitely gonna try to see the IMAX 3D because that movie is. He changed it for 3D. He made me enjoy 3D. And I just know, like, Sean, that was my first year working at the, like, that first December working at the theater. And that movie was doing a really good business. That one, that broke weeks of box office. Like, it was number one for weeks. Yeah, like, we had it for a while. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a really popular movie. That one, like, it started out slow. And then it started picking up, like, hotcakes because of the word of mouth. And everybody yep. had to see it. To be honest with you, I for, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not excited to see Avatar, but if the trailer sells me, I'm gonna see it. But I also know one thing: not to rule against James Cameron, because James Cameron knows how to sell a movie, and he knows how to reel you in, and he knows how to tell a story. And if he's able to sell me off of a second Avatar movie with it being so long, then I'm in. Because I know not to go against James Cameron. Man, he's got a really good track record for sequels. Like, yep. him with sequels, like, Aliens. My favorite Alien movie. So good. It was like, it's like, it's a, such a good, and it's a way that, like, the Aliens was so good. Terminator 2. Awesome. Can you remember any other sequels he's done? I think those were the Titanic two main ones. Oh God, no! <laughs> Why well, died in that movie? So no, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the Titanic two missed the whole point of the game of the greatest game of human planko. <laughs> but uh, for you, Sean, though, are you excited for the second Avatar movie? Though, yeah, I mean, I'll see it. Um, I saw the first one once. I really enjoyed it. Like I thought it was a great movie. I recommended it to people. So yeah, when it comes out, I'll definitely. I mean, the extended cut version is really good for it too, because there's like they, he came out with like a different cut of it, but the visuals in that. I mean, and then I think what really saw the first trailer didn't. Saw, it was like okay, this is gonna be pretty cool. And I think I this was back when Fox Sports, like right before Sunday NFL, like Sunday NFL football, they'd be air. They have like special trailers. That's how I got hooked on the Taken. It was the second trailer where, uh, like, in the Lee Neeson, he has the, he has spikes in his hand. He goes, "Wake up!" And he just flat out stabs the guy that he's torturing. He he, he act, this one's in the I think in the extended cut. But this wasn't in the the, the the theater movie we saw in the theaters. Like it was released on DVD, but the trailer showed him wake up, and he stabs the knitting needles or, or needles through the guy's leg. And I was like, "Damn, okay, I gotta see Taken now." And and that and then and then and they showed the second trailer for Avatar, and it was a very long. It was about a two and a half minute trailer. But the thing with Avatar, what they showed you in the trailer doesn't mess. Like, I mean, James Cameron's really good at showing you stuff to get you hooked, but not showing you everything. And that and that's that's hard to do these days because they really like to show you everything. But like, and like halfway through the trailer, they played like a, this musical score. I forgot the name of it. It, it, it really set the tone for the movie and it was like an intense score. And I was like, all right, I'm in. But uh, but that was back when it, uh, like they showed trailers, but that's how I saw this like trailer for Avatar 2. And I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> We're not Avatar right. 2, but Avatar 1. They haven't even shown a trailer for Avatar 2 yet. We're still about like 
11 months away. <laughs> I'll get delayed again. <laughs> Due to COVID. Well, is there any other thoughts about Total Recall or anything like that that you guys want to mention? Um, yeah, I mean, if you're in, if you have not seen this already, uh, like this was my first experience with it, um, definitely check it out if you're a huge fan of like sci-fi action movies. I mean, this, like we've said previously, this kind of changed the game um, for all like the new releases and even the stuff that comes out today. So it's definitely a must watch. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this movie was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we got a chance to review this movie. And of course, we've been wanting to do this for a while now, so I'm glad that we finally got a chance to do it. So asking the audience, what's the next Paul Verhoeven movie would you like us to review? Since Sean revealed to us that he hasn't seen the Robo, the original RoboCop, that's most likely going to be the next one we'll do, but what, what are you interested in us reviewing next? I'm excited to review RoboCop because that movie is just freaking awesome. <laughs> it's this is eighties eighties awesomeness and the greatest the greatest villain I've seen in a long time is Clarence Boddicker. The the Kurtwood Smith. He was about to put uh he's about to put some foot in asses. <laughs> but so anyways, that's gonna be it as far as the show goes and everything. I do appreciate you guys talking about total recall and everything. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun talking about it. Um, so, anyways, guys, tomorrow night, eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern Time. We're gonna Sean and Charlie will be back again, and we're gonna be doing a review on the last Rambo movie, La- Rambo: yeah. Last Blood, or what I like to call is Taken plus Saw plus Home Alone equals Home Alone Six: Rambo's <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> Taken equals as a- Rambo: Last Blood. Taken as if the girl dies, and 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 Liam Neeson goes Spoilers. on the murderous rampage. But he still goes. <laughs> I, but but Liam Neeson goes on the murderous rampage anyway. So yeah, but pretty much that. Taken as if the ending is not happy. Yeah, Running Man would be an interesting one. I wouldn't have, mind doing Running Man. That, that sounds there. like a fun one. But anyways, so you guys can go on ahead and catch us at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time for Rambo Last Blood. Of course, guys, go on ahead on Thursday. I'm going to have Alex from A-Town Reviews and also independent actress Rusty McCree with me at 8 o'clock Central Time. Well, no, not 8 o'clock Central Time this time. 9 o'clock Central Time. And we're going to be doing a review of Distances. This is going to be an indie short film that was sent in to me from one of the directors that wanted me to check out their short film review a short film of distances so go ahead and check that out on thursday night at nine o'clock central time nine o'clock eastern time seven o'clock p.m uh pacific time so of course guys if you guys want an audio only podcast over this episode of many episodes that we do here at movie love tonight you guys can get that wherever you guys get your podcast from also too, go over to good pods good pods is basically the social media for for podcast and so that's where you guys can go on here and get audio only podcasts of our show, wherever you guys get your major podcasts from. Also, to go on ahead, follow me underneath Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. And of course, if you want to donate to the page, just go on ahead and follow me under, just go on ahead and go to gofundme.com forward slash Movie Lovers Podcast. And then go under, if you want to go in and follow the page, just go to Movie Lovers TV Lovers Tonight on Facebook, underneath the same brand name on Pinterest and on Instagram as well. And I'm also doing a, speaking of Tamika, we're actually doing a fundraiser for Children's of St. Jude's Hospital. So if you guys want to go in and get yourself a Cincy and all proceeds go over to the Children of St. Jude's Hospital. Um, as a matter of fact, our goal is probably about $500. That's our goal that we're trying to set right now for the Children of St. Jude. So go ahead, get yourself a Sensei, donate uh, 5 to $10 to them, or just get yourself a Sensei. And then, of course, guys, go ahead and follow me, like I said, on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit, and, of course, on TikTok at Movie Lovers Unit Zero. And then if you guys want to go on ahead and want to be on the show, all you have to do is reach out to me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And that's everywhere you can reach me at. Thanks again, Charlie. Thanks again, Sean. I do appreciate you guys talking about total recall it was fun i can't wait to do this again and get always until next time right there. get to the potty all right that's a horrible arnold's a schwarzenegger impression on me. <laughs> so anyways always until next time guys bye bye